0: Hey, it's our weekly streaming show, and here's a sneak peek at our top streamer of the week. Go get you some Gardner Minshew rostered in just 23% of Yahoo! Leagues. Minshew was the QB10 last week against the Titans. He's developed a great rapport with Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, He doesn't have a great matchup on the road against the Bengals, but we just saw a thrilling game last night against this defense. He's got the Colts right in the thick of the playoff race and has the weapons to put up some solid fantasy numbers. He's volatile, but he still probably has the highest floor of the available streaming options this week. So go get him, and now let's get to the show. everyone to the most accurate podcast i am one of your hosts brandon niles which is my fantastic co-host the great jen akins jen how's it going buddy
1: i'm good i just want to say first of all i commend you we did it we are uh we are producer so <laughs> brandon and i actually brandon is running the show i'm just sitting here uh so uh,
0: we appreciate little, your patience yeah if it ones. looks
1: a little different <laughs> things aren't you know we, we are producer it's just i but i'm good i uh not only are we producerless, my, so my husband is, uh, is on a work trip. Uh, no, I say work trip like that because he works in the fly fishing industry. So he's fishing and also like recording some sort of video at the same time for work. But yes, so he's gone for two days. So I am, uh, I am alone. I am a single mother for two days, uh, which is a very commendable thing. I don't know how people do it. Brandon and I were talking about this earlier today. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot, but, uh, other than that, Uh, I'm good. Ready to talk a little week 14 action. Hopefully uh, you guys out there are either vying for or have uh, secured a playoff spot. Brandon, how are we today? You?
0: I'm doing good. Yeah, we were talking about parenting. Uh, my my wife was uh, busy today doing lots of important things. And uh, I ended up carting around kids for like three and a half hours while trying to get jungle work and get ready for the show. <laughs> and I, I just said to Jenison, how do single parents do it? So uh, <laughs> shout out to all the single parents yes. out there because it sounds impossible uh this is our weekly streamer show we highlight the quarterbacks tight ends kickers and team defenses you should be targeting as streaming options this week uh, as a reminder we only discuss a streaming option if they're available in 40 percent or less of yahoo league so if your favorite option isn't discussed Probably rostered in too many leagues, which is the case for a lot of quarterbacks this week, I noticed. Uh, Hello, Albert. Thank you for joining us. And hi, Corey. Uh, Lost your week due to Christian Kirk getting injured. I feel you. I have a league uh, where Christian Kirk hurt me a lot as well. Uh, Not to mention a a, a betting thing that I did that I lost because of Christian Kirk as well. Uh, Donald has a question. Hi, Donald. Wonders if Derek Henry is going to be out. We don't really know that yet because uh, Derek Henry had a concussion and now supposedly doesn't have a concussion. So I would make sure that you've got a backup plan in place. Hopefully we'll get some more clarity before you have to make that decision. Uh, I don't know that I would play Tajay Spears like uh, instead of Austin Eckler, even if Derek Henry's out, which seems to be uh, another aspect of your question. I think Eckler, because he tends to find the end zone, even though the Chargers have struggled the last couple weeks on offense, I would still probably go with Eckler so do any do you have a different thought than that Jen
1: uh, I don't I, I Eckler I, I know he struggled and I get it I get I get the mild panic but you you can't sit him
0: yeah it, it's 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 really hard really hard to sit Austin Eckler uh, I can't believe it's week 14 already Jen it just I know that it's a long grind for us like like in the industry and making content writing and editing uh but at the same time I still even though it's a grind, I, I blink and it's double-digit weeks and then suddenly it's the playoffs every year.
1: Yeah, from a work perspective, it's hard to believe because it's just – I'm sorry. Let's reverse that. From a work perspective, I absolutely believe that it's week 14. <laughs> it feels like week 32. A, from, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. from a work perspective. <laughs> but from just a fan perspective, it's crazy that we're already talking playoff implications and all of that stuff for the actual NFL. That part's nuts.
0: Uh, Hi, Paul. Thanks for joining us. Wonders what Keaton Mitchell's production will be like the rest of the season. I'm actually curious in Jen's take on Keaton Mitchell. Uh, Got a big boom in his workload a couple weeks ago before the buy uh, was really more of on the 60 40 side than on the 40 60 side with Gus Edwards. I think it's going to be pretty inconsistent personally, but I think I think his role is going to continue to grow when he shows that he can produce with it. How are you approaching Keaton Mitchell right now, Jen?
1: I kind of think that him and Gus are kind of similar. Like I'd put them both like You know, low end RB two, more like RB three category. I don't know that either of them are going to uh, run away with it, but no. But I I just think that I I think that it's one of those things that Mitchell might, you know, bust out some big runs. Gus may get the end zone touches. I think it's I think it's uh, or red zone touches, I should say. But uh, yeah, I think the expectations for both are not fantastic. Like I said, low low RB two, more of an RB three.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Uh, and like you said, I think Pete Mitchell is going to have to score from 20 yards out if he's going to score like you just said. Uh, all right, let's get to some quarterbacks. Uh, it's a decent enough week. Um, I went with Gardner Minshew over Jake Browning. You could talk me into Jake Browning after the night that he had last night. Um, be careful with Jake Browning. I, I'm just saying, like, he, he's looked okay. Um, he definitely looked good last night. He was the QB4 uh, on Monday night, right, against the Jags. He had that thrilling victory. Right. Uh this was also a really bad week for quarterback scoring in general. And um he ran in a touchdown, which we like, but I don't know that we could expect that from Jake Browning regularly. You know, he's got three games, two starts, three games with significant action, and three touchdowns and a pick. I mean, I, I just be careful with Browning. Everyone's very excited about Jake Browning, waiver out of the week. I, I would go with Minshew because he he's just done it more this year. We've seen more um that game. Both of they are going to play against each other, so we'll see. Indy's 17th in AFPA. Bengals are 13th in AFPA to quarterback. So, you know, both are kind of middling, you know, middle-of-the-road defense um, but I'm okay if 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 you can't get Minshew or if you prefer Browning. I'm okay with that. I don't really have a problem with that. That's okay. Uh, and then I like Will Levis um, against Miami. I don't love Will Levis. I, I think to me it's Minshew and Browning and then the next – there's a big step down to the next guys. Uh, but he was the QB 18 against the Colts. Dolphins are 20th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, Levis hasn't thrown a pick in three weeks, and that was kind of an issue with his first couple games. Um, and then the key element there, I think the Titans are going to be playing from behind. I think that Miami is definitely going to um, control that game on the scoreboard, which uh, should lead to some volume uh, passing numbers for Will Levis. So I'm okay with that as a streamer. And I've got a little bonus for you. Um, I don't hate Joe Flacco at home against the Jags. I The Jags gave up a lot to Jake Browning last night. So uh, I don't hate that. Flacco was the QB 13 against the Rams last week. Uh, and he moved the ball pretty well. He threw the ball 44 times, had a pair of touchdowns. Uh, he's been there before. Jags 24th in AFPA. They also create turnovers, but uh, it wouldn't shock me to see like a two touchdown, two pick day from Flacco. But I think that he'll get enough volume, and the Browns will probably play from behind. So uh, I'm I'm okay with that.
1: Love but- a QB bonus. We don't we don't have that many.
0: Oh well, QB bonus. Yeah, absolutely. There's other guys out there. This is not like I said, not a terrible week. You you could talk me into you know, James Winston or Tommy DeVito or somebody like that. But I, I don't I don't love those options. They're all even than the ones I stated. If you can get Minshew, get Minshew. Browning's okay, too. That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> uh, all right, Corey uh, wants to know what's wrong with Justin Herbert. I wish I knew. I don't know what's going on with the Chargers. They just, they just don't win, and they look terrible. Now, the Patriots' defense is really good. They've held opposing offenses to 10 points or less, three straight games. So it's not like they're a bad defense. But I don't know. What's your theory on the Chargers, Jen?
1: I don't know that anybody knows what's wrong. I mean, I assume it's it's the the play calling and and what's going on there uh, with their OC, but I don't know because the talent is there, right? I mean, you look at all the pieces uh and Herbert has been was fine at the start of the season. Really yeah. good a, actually. Yeah, from a fantasy perspective and a real life perspective really, but uh I mean they're they're circling the drain right now uh in, in in LA there and it's it's frustrating I mean I'm sure it's frustrating for them too clearly but uh those of us that have Justin Herbert on their roster uh it's tough because it's he's one of those players like we talked about a little bit ago with Eckler like you can't I mean you can sit Herbert more than you can sit Eckler uh if you have a better option but uh you don't really want to and it's tough yeah. because yeah
0: yeah it's um it's hard as somebody who has a lot of Herbert, Keenan Allen stats. I do too. Across my- <laughs> Yeah,
1: I have Herberts uh, in in two leagues. That uh, I mean, one of them. Thankfully, I actually have Jared Goff as my other option. So, oh, good. I uh, I threw him in there uh, a couple weeks ago, and it, it worked out in my favor. But I don't know. It's it's difficult because you feel like he's. You feel like there's a bounce back. There has to be a bounce back, but maybe not.
0: Yeah, that's uh it's the Chargers are a conundrum. They just uh even when Herbert plays well, they don't win. It's really weird. Um Oaks wants to know what we think about trading Austin Eckler for Bajan Robinson and Rasheed Rice. Uh I don't hate that just because I really like Bajan Robinson. I I'd probably keep Eckler unless you really need the receiver, but that's kind of where I am, Jen. Um
1: Eckler for Bajan and Rashi Rice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is a dynasty question or a, or a this season question, but.
0: Oh yeah. That probably not dynasty. Cause that would be really lopsided on the genre. Yeah. But I right
1: mean, right. I, yeah, I, I guess I just, I think that in my mind, trading is over for this season. So um, oh, yeah. I guess you're clearly in a league that it isn't, but um, I mean, Rice is just, he's a little spotty for me. I, I would probably keep Eckler. I mean, granted Eckler is spotty right now too. So uh Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right paul Vo wants to know what we should do with jerome ford after this season i think ford will slide into kind of the previous kareem hunt role when nick chubb gets back i don't know how soon chubb will be back at that time but what do you think jen about um uh, jerome ford's prospects for the future
1: i mean if chubb is comes back and he is chubb it's his job i can't imagine that that would not be the case so i think we have to kind of wait i mean he, he's possibly uh i don't know what his contract is but uh, I would think that he'd be a really good, uh, you know, RB2 to have when, when Chubb is back. If, if, you know, if that's the case, uh, unless he ends up somewhere else. Uh, but if he stays there, I assume, I mean, Hunt will be gone and it'll, you know, it'll, it'll be Chubb and Ford in that, in that, uh, in that backfield.
0: Yeah. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for your super chat. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, wants to know, uh, they have lineup questions. They need two wide receivers and a flex. They have Calvin Ridley, Deontay Johnson, Jaden Reed, and Chris Godwin, Kareem Hunt, and Keaton Mitchell. Two receivers and a flex out of that group. Uh, that's pretty tough, Matt. All those guys have some high upside and downside and uh, things to be concerned about. So we'll see see what's going on with that, Matt. Um, I, I, My initial thought there, is uh, that Ridley's been volatile, but I think I'd probably use him. I'm a little worried about Deontay Johnson with uh, with Mitch Trubisky there at quarterback and up against the Patriots. Uh, so I'd probably go with Ridley and then Jaden Reed, who just seems to find the end zone a lot. And then I it'd be between Godwin and Mitchell for me in the flex. Jen, where are you?
1: I think Ridley, I, yeah, I believe with, with Kirk Hurt, I mean, granted, you're – you know Lawrence is hurt as well so you have a different quarterback there uh but i feel like you know Godwin is hurt as well I mean, basically everybody's hurt so uh yeah Godwin is hurt as well so i would see see two wide receivers and a flex um i would probably go Ridley like you said Ridley Reed i kind of like and then in the flex that's a Packers also
0: face the Giants, which, which their secondary has not been great.
1: Right. So. so yeah. Yeah. So there, and then between uh Johnson hunt and Mitchell. Um, I don't know. That's, 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 that's a, that's a great question <laughs> for the, uh, um, I think that, I mean, against the Rams are kind of middle of the road, uh, against the run. And I feel like, you know, Jacksonville, they're, they're both kind of the same. Like, I feel like hunt and, uh, and Mitchell are kind of similar. I don't know. I might actually go Johnson there. Oh I mean, him, him and Trubisky. I don't know.
0: Uh, and if if it's a PPR, then that makes sense too. I would yeah. go Mitchell. Just I think Mitchell probably is, has a, a wider variance for you, but okay. you know, he could give he could give you some pretty boom plays. So. Um, so I'd go Mitchell, but okay. I think Johnson's very fair so I'm sorry Matt I'm sorry we're split that may not have helped you too much that may have
1: <laughs> well no listen we're we're both solid on the two wide receivers
0: solid so on the two receivers all check, right check
1: back on the flex a little later in the week when we when we see what's going on with injuries and whatnot
0: thanks so much again Matt I really appreciate it
2: Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS and best of all Prize Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their prize pick stat projection. It's that easy. Quick withdrawals, an enormous selection of players, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. Price Picks even offers in game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together. With more A.J. Brown receiving yards or less Jordan Love passing yards. Now, it's possible. Just go to prizepicks.com slash accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
0: Aaron wants to know, Iuke or Diggs? To me, you just don't sit Diggs. I love Ayuk, but you don't sit Diggs uh also seattle secondary is pretty good and they'll probably put the rookie on on iuk uh with a spoon on Ayuk, which is tells me it's a debo samuel day to me but we'll see uh needs to start two between pollard eckler and jacobs so which one do you sit out of pollard eckler and jacobs jen
1: oh wow that's a good i mean it's a good problem to have um i probably sit jacobs against minnesota well eesh. Yeah, you have to start Pollard there. I'm sorry, you have to start Eckler against Denver, I think. But, um, yeah, I probably I'm gonna st- first thought best. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with Jacobs is is my sits
0: Yeah, excellent. Okay, and uh, hi, Kev. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, now is the time, Kev got here just in time for uh the most important question asked in any week in any podcast, and that's Jen. Is it a good week to stream tight end?
1: It's a good week to stream tight ends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. you know- we, we've had uh we, we've had worse weeks we've had better but I mean I, I think it's yeah I think it's a decent week I think if you're in a position right now uh where you're, you're still streaming or you have to stream tight ends I think you're fine Th- there's some good options this week uh, luckily we only have two uh we only have two teams on buys unfortunately one of them which is Trey mcBride uh and Logan Thomas is yeah, whatever so we're really only missing one startable tight end this week so there are decent options uh, the first guy I've got here is Isaiah likely against the Rams. He is 36% rostered. So he was off last week, but in week 12, he was second, uh, in the Baltimore offense in targets with six. Uh, he is, like I said, coming off that buy. So I feel like they had a chance to kind of integrate him into that tight end ro- one role without Andrews. Uh, the Rams are dead last in tight end adjusted fantasy points allowed. They're allowing 14.5, uh, half PPR points to, uh, tight ends per week. So, Likely is is the top option there based on those facts. Um, Second guy I have is Tyler Conklin against the Texans. Uh, He is 20% rostered. He's averaging six targets a game in the last five, regardless of who the quarterback is, right? We still don't know. We know it's not Tim Boyle, but... It's, you know, we're looking at Trevor Simeon, Zachity Zach, or possibly Brett Rippian.
0: Bre- maybe Brett Rippian. Yeah,
1: could be <laughs> Brett Rippian. I don't know. Whoever it is, they're likely going to have to check down. That O-line is bad. They're not giving anybody time. So I feel like Conklin, once again, is an option. And Houston's 24th against the tight end. So there you go. Option dose. Uh, third guy I have is uh, Chigakonkwo in Miami, 31% rostered. He's coming off his two best games of the season. They may have to throw more in Miami. So there he is, (laughs) third guy. I do have a bonus. It is the least sexiest bonus in the history of bonuses, and that is Gerald Everett against Denver. He is 39% rostered. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. He's had 87 yards and a touchdown in the last two games. Uh, Like I said earlier when we were talking about it, I feel like L.A. has to bounce back a little or a lot, right, somewhat. And Denver's 27th against tight ends. So there you have it. Four options uh, for you in, in big leagues, small leagues, whatever whatever your flavor there.
0: I love that we have bonuses. I also can't believe Isaiah Likely's roster ship is still so low.
1: 36%. I think because they were off last week. I think if they weren't, he probably would be in the 60s to 70s. But for now, he's 36% rostered. I doubt that will be the case uh, come tomorrow. But
0: I agree. I He's, he's been... He looks like he's going to get all the targets, so which makes perfect sense. Uh, Will Hayes wants to know which defenses to stream for the rest of the year, Dallas, Jacksonville, Green Bay, or Indianapolis. Uh, definitely the Jags, who have the Browns, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, the Titans uh, on the on the docket. They've got one week against the Ravens, which we don't love, so I'd probably keep Dallas as well. Dallas has a much worse schedule, but they're a better defense. So, uh, Jockey, Dallas, and Jacksonville. Green Bay, Indianapolis, I don't have a problem with this a- a- at all. They're both streamers, but Dallas and Jacksonville, if I'm keeping them, those are the ones I'm going to keep. Uh, Jen, Will Hayes also wants to know, in a PPR, would you start David Montgomery or Devon Achan? What do you think?
1: Um, I'd probably go Achan this week against the uh, Titans. I don't hate Montgomery, but I just feel like uh, he's back. He's healthy. He had a good good week last week. That's who I'd go with.
0: Yeah, I hate to, I hate to sit either one of them, but I think I'm with you. I think Montgomery is the one who ends up sitting Uh mini Jordan. 718 wants to know if they should start Justin Fields or CJ Stroud. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, mini Jordan. I, <laughs> cause you're going for someone who you're pretty sure is going to get you nice passing production versus someone who can go off for huge rushing yards in any way. I think because, uh, the matchup really favors fields against detroit whereas cj stroud faces a really tough jets defense i'd probably go with fields but it's that's a scary one jen what do you think
1: yeah no i was i was thinking along the same lines you've got two opposite ends of the spectrum as far as matchups go i mean fields is placing is playing against a really porous detroit defense and then you've got stroud against the jets who are first against the quarterback so uh it's whether or not you want to play matchups or just go with it's hard. I I feel like a lot of times we rely on matchups and then sometimes it's not the right answer, right? Like sometimes you're, you have to go with the, the talent and the player and what they're going to do versus, you know, you can get too cute if you rely completely on matchups. So uh, that is a tough one, but I like you, I probably lean fields a little bit, but I just, I don't know. It's tough. He's so
0: volatile. I His know. brown has been so steady. I know. <laughs> I get the I get the reluctance, Mini Jordan. Uh, for what it's worth, we have Fields ranked higher. I just looked that up while Jen was talking. So uh Jen, the other yes. awesome, most anticipated question in any really, I think not just sports podcasts, but all weekly podcasts. Yeah, oh, and yeah. That's is it a good week to stream kicker?
1: It's 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 not bad. Uh the thing, so okay, this is the deal with kicker this week. We have a lot of the process that I use, right? A lot of the higher scoring, higher over-unders, higher implied team totals. Those guys are all the highest rostered players, right? So these guys don't. So what we're dealing with this week is kind of all of them in the middle of the pack. So all of the streamers that I have this week are pretty interchangeable. Like it's not, there's not one clear streamer versus a couple others. And then they're all really kind of in the same boat. They're all kind of, they all have the same factors that make them streamable. They're all kind of in the same boat, really. So it just depends. It's a good thing and a bad thing, right? They're all, no one stands out, but at the same time, if so-and-so is not there on your roster, just go to the next guy because they're all kind of right in line. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, then I will get to it. Uh, The guy that I put first, just because I'm, you know, whatever, uh, is Blake Groupie. He is playing at home against Carolina, and he is only eight percent rostered. He is kicker seven on the season. There, uh, he looks like he's twelve years old. By the way, I don't know if you've looked at a, a picture of him or seen what he looks like. Uh, I was looking at him today when I was looking at a picture for my article. I was like, like I don't know if it's just because I'm old these days or whatever, but he literally looks like he's twelve years old.
0: I know yeah. everybody looks twelve to me nowadays. James me
1: too, or. but he, re- he really looks twelve. Like I'm talking younger than Zachary Zach twelve when he entered the league. Like That's he pretty looked, young. Yeah, he's, he's young. But anyway, uh, he is he yeah. So so he's kicker seven on the season. New Orleans a five and a half, fa- five and a half point favorite at home uh, over the Panthers, and they have an implied team total of twenty one and a half. So he's my top guy, but basically, like I said, they're all interchangeable. A second guy I have is Andres Carlson. He is on the road against the Giants. He is only 2% rostered. Green Bay is kind of heating up a little bit. They've won three games in a row. Uh, they are six and a half point road favorites over the Giants with a uh, 21.75 implied team total. Like I said, they're all kind of the same uh, there. A third guy we have is Matt Gay on the road against Cincinnati. Uh, he is 37% rostered. So he's kind of right up against the edge, but he still qualifies. Uh, he is quietly kicker three on the season uh, through week 13. That game is actually a pick 'em. It's it's there. The uh, Colts are favored to win by one point, but it's basically a pick em. They're at a 20.75 implied team total. The good thing about Matt Gay, he's a really good remaining schedule. So you could grab him now and just hang on. Uh, they have Pittsburgh, Atlanta and Vegas uh, to finish off. So uh, he's a guy you could kind of just If you're over it and just want to ride him through the playoffs, he's probably a good guy to grab. And then of course I have a bonus because we, we do that here. Appreciate the Um, (laughs) bonus. The bonus I have is Greg Joseph, which is the other side. or oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Great, he's just yeah, he's just Greg Joseph uh, on the road against. The, well, because I almost had Daniel Carlson. Oh, no, wait. I just
0: love the. He's just Greg. Yeah, I, I'm just, just think I'm just hearkening <laughs> the Barbie movie. Like I'm just Ken. Like I'm just imagining Greg <laughs> Joseph doing the song. Like I'm I did not.
1: I, I have not seen Barbie, but I, I'm with Oh, you. it's fun. No, it's a lot I, of fun. I, yeah, um, but yes, Greg <laughs> Joseph, um, eh, on the road in Vegas. He's only five percent rostered. Uh, Vikings are favored by three with 21.75 implied team total. No, the reason I said that is because Daniel Carlson is actually streamable right now. Uh, he is 39%. I try to squeeze him in just cause he's always one of those guys. That's kind of matchup proof quarterback. You know, he just, but this season he's not there and I, I just couldn't, I couldn't justify. Uh, I couldn't justify him against the Vikings this week. So, but he is 39% rostered. If you guys are Daniel Carlson fans, grab him, but
0: Fair enough. Uh, Corey just asked, would you take Groupie over Will Lutz?
1: Um, this week, hold on, let me look at one thing. I think so, Um, or I would have included Lutz in here. But let me just uh, stall for a second and see why I did that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I would say, well, they're, they're actually not that far off. Uh, but the reason, I mean, Lutz is on the road. In LA, I don't love road kickers as much. They're three-point underdogs, and their implied team total is a couple points under the Saints. So I would I would actually start Groupie. I mean, Lutz is fine, but uh, I think uh, I think Groupie's just a better play.
0: Uh, that's excellent. Um, Ron has a question. T. Higgins or Cole Komet? Uh, that's a tough one for me. I'd probably go Cole Komet just because he's getting consistent work and Uh, and all that. But it's hard to sit T Higgins. It's hard to, it's just mentally hard to do it, even though he's been very bad all year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he really hasn't been. I I almost included him last week in my, in my drop article. And I didn't just cause like you said, I couldn't mentally, it's tough, but um, I could, I could be talked into commit over him, which is something I did not think at the beginning of this year, you could tell me to do. Right.
0: That's tough. Uh, the Rock wants to know if they should start Taysom Hill, Pat Friermuth, or Isaiah Likely. I kind of like all those guys to some extent. I think Likely's probably safer, but I can't sit Taysom Hill. Like I, Unless I've got one of the elite tight ends, like I'm holding on and starting Taysom Hill, his upside any given week is just too high to roll out one of the other secondary tight ends. Jen, I know you're always a little lower on Hill. Do you feel the same?
1: No, I've come around. I, I, I honestly, like if you wouldn't have said a word, I would have picked Hill. So I'm with you.
0: Excellent. Uh, Toby needs uh, two wide receivers, Jonathan Mingo, Adam Thielen, Dontavian Wicks, or Josh Downs in a half PPR. Uh, that's tough. I hate to say the two Panthers, but I, I maybe Josh – I don't know. What do you think, Jen? Because Mingo's getting targets. Nobody's really producing, though. I don't know.
1: Mingo's getting targets. He's not getting in the end zone, which is extremely frustrating. Uh, I – Josh Downs is another one that's frustrating and I feel like he's, he's on a, he's on a downward trend. He was actually included in my dead weight this morning. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I know that Alec Pierce just had this crazy spike week and I don't expect that to happen again, but I don't know if we can count on Downs. Uh, Wicks is kind of interesting if Christian Watson is out, which he, True. I, I can't imagine Might that be. he would. Yeah. So I would maybe throw Wicks in there with one of the uh, Panthers.
0: Yeah, that's tough. Good luck, Toby. Um, so Wix <laughs> one of the Panthers, do you do you prefer Mingo or Thielen?
1: I mean, I would think you have to go with Thielen, right? I mean Mingo's fine and he's he's coming up a little bit, but yeah, I think you have
0: to go Thielen. Okay. All right. So, uh, we're a little split on that one, Toby. Good luck with the decision. Uh, hopefully it Well, listen, we're
1: never going to, like, it's tough to be, you never know. Never going to
0: completely agree on these. And it it's... doesn't
1: make good radio if you do, right? Yeah. These yeah. are
0: tough lineup decisions for a reason also. Anthony, thank you so much for the nice words. We really appreciate you. Uh Rodney Bryce, Eckler or Raheem Moster in standard scoring and DK Metcalf or Puka Nakua. Um, that's a brutal decision, Rodney. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't think I can sit Puka like I know DK just blew up and the 49ers secondary is a little bit rough, but DK has been so inconsistent all year and Puka gets so many targets and seems to be producing. I, you know, Baltimore isn't a great ma- matchup for Puka, but I'd probably go with him because he's been more consistent. And then it's just hard for me to sit Eckler. Mostert's really good, but Achan's back and I, I, I don't know. I don't th- Those are brutal decisions around What do you think, Jen?
1: I think that DK and Puka is is very close. To me, um, I hate to disagree with you. I may go Metcalf just because, I mean, Baltimore is second against wide receivers. It's true. It's it's tough. I mean, if they shut the whole thing down, uh, you know, and then the problem is Metcalf, like, he had a great week, but their offense has been hit or miss as well. So um, I lean a little Metcalf, but I totally understand Puka. Like, I I think that they're both – I think they're similar. I mean, it's it's a negligible. It's it's a difficult choice, I guess, is what I'm saying. So yes, I get that. And then as far as Eckler or Mostert, um, like you said, I mean Mostert is not alone there anymore. So, um, I would still go Eckler. I know people are down on him, but I feel like, um, against the, the Broncos' defense is getting better clearly. Um, but they're still soft against the run. So I would go Eckler.
0: Excellent. Uh, James wants to know if they should start Nico Collins uh, against the Jets. Uh, I would definitely be wary about starting Nico Collins. I don't know who the other options are, but I, I would be wary about starting him. Uh, that said, without Tank Dell, like it's Nico's show. So I, you know, depends on what your other options are is is, is really the answer here. But um yeah, you know, where I might normally have him ranked a fringe wide receiver one, he's probably more like a wide receiver uh, like a solid low end wide receiver two for me right now. All right, let's uh let's shift into uh prize picks before we get to the defensive streamers. Uh Prize Picks is Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy, so go to prizepicks.com/accurate, use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. Uh for week 14, I'm eyeing Jackson Smith and Jigba against San Francisco. I think he's going to get more than 44.5 yards against that struggling secondary. We just talked about DK Metcalf against it. Um, Smith and Jigba has actually eclipsed that number in five of his last eight. Seattle's been using him a little bit more. They're going to need to throw the ball to keep up with the 49er offense, so I like that. Uh, and then I'm going with a kicker again. I also like Youngway Co to or uh, to get more than 1.5 field goals at home against the Buccaneers. He's had that number seven times this year, and Tampa Bay is 25th in AFBA to opposing kickers. Uh, don't forget, go to prizepicks.com slash accurate. Use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100 prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, uh defenses. Uh good week, very good week to stream defenses. There's lots nice. of options. It was actually really hard for me to limit it to 3, but I'm going to I'm going to do this uh, the Patriots at Pittsburgh, like I said earlier, they've allowed uh, 10 or less points in three straight games, including against the Chargers. They were the defense special team eight last week. Uh, they're facing Mitch Trubisky on Thursday night. They've allowed a total of 26 points to opposing teams over the last three weeks. So uh, they're rostered in only 23% of leagues right now. Bill Belichick still knows how to coach a defense even if uh, Jen is gonna be playing quarter for them quarterback for them soon. So uh, then I also like I like the Packers a lot against the Giants. Uh, Tommy DeVito's looking a little better, but the Packers defense is also looking better. And the Giants are ultimately dead last in AFPA to opposing defense special teams. Packers were defense special team 11 last week against the chiefs. I know that I know this isn't your, uh, your parents chiefs team, but it's still, it's still good to hold them as well as the Packers did. Uh, and no team has allowed more sacks this season than the Giants. So I think the Packers are going to be able to get pressure on DeVito and be able to come up with a nice fantasy performance again. And then, uh, I don't love the Texans' defense, but they're coming around and they're facing the Jets. Like Jen said, we don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Jets this week. That's always concerning to me. So, Texans, they were the defense special team five last week against the Broncos. Uh, Jets are 31st in AFPA to opposing defense. Uh, The only team worse is the Giants. Uh, They're tied for 12th in turnovers force, the Texans are. And the Jets are tied for third and most turnovers committed. So uh, I like this. The Jets also have the third most sacks allowed. Will Anderson has four sacks in his last five games. Jonathan Greenard has really, really had a breakout year rushing the passer as well. So that Texans defense getting better uh, against a really, really vulnerable opponent. So I love all three of those options. Patriots, Packers, Texans. And then as a bonus, I don't hate either side of the Vikings-Raiders matchup. They both have quarterback issues. I worry about both defenses in general, but... Vikings Raiders either side of that matchup. If you're interested, then uh, then I don't mind too terribly much. Uh, so great, great week for streaming. I would say overall a pretty good streaming week. What do you think, Jen?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean we've we've definitely had worse where we've uh, come into the show like uh, <laughs> so I think there's options in at all four streamable positions. So.
0: It's nice. It's nice. Uh, Number one stunner asks us uh, Ty J Spears or Keaton Mitchell in a full PPR and Josh Downs or Romeo Dobbs. Uh, To me, it's Mitchell unless Henry sits and Dobbs definitely over Downs. What do you think, Jen?
1: Agree. Mitchell Dobbs.
0: Okay. Uh, Mitty Jordan with another question. Uh, Choose two wide receivers to pick up and how much fab to spend? Uh, Dobbs, Moore, I'm guessing is Elijah Moore, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Noah Brown. Uh, and then they need to start one if Christian Watson is out. Well, if Christian Watson is out, I mean, you, you, might, you might as well just stack Dobbs. I don't think Dobbs is going to cost a ton of money for you for Fab, so that's probably where I would go. I like JSN, too. I'm okay grabbing him, but I think Dobbs is the higher floor, better ceiling kind of guy, and I don't think you need to give up too much. Um, so, yeah, probably Dobbs, JSN, and then start Dobbs if Watson's out. What do you think, Jen?
1: I like Dobbs. I kind of like more. The more yeah. flack, the more Flacco thing is is real. So I it looked I, all right. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 reunited and it felt good. So I don't hate more. I think that I mean you're looking for two. So for me, it's probably those first two. I don't hate JSN. In fact, I absolutely I, I had to start him last week in desperation, and uh, he came through. So you know the consistency's not there, but uh, I don't hate. And, and and honestly, like we're at a point now. W- I don't know. It depends, of course, on how much fab you have left, but it's pretty close to blow at all time because, because I mean, we're, we're, we're at playoffs. So, um, depending on how much you have left, we're at a point, it depends on your league. Like I'm in, I'm in several leagues where people are out already. They don't even have, they have nothing left. So, um, like Brandon said, it's not going to take a lot of money, I think, to get anybody this week.
0: Excellent. All right. Uh, Toby, injury riddle, Browns D versus the Jags or Texans versus the Jets. Uh Browns, they're they're too hurt for me right now. Um, I, I don't I'm not a big CJ Bether believer, but I would go with the Texans against the Jets. It just we know the Jets are are, are awful on offense. The Jags, <laughs> Jags still have a lot of weapons, so Beathard might not need to do much in order for them to be okay. Uh mini Jordan, Packers or Houston for this week. I'd go Packers, but I like both. Hold Dolphins for week 15 versus the Jets. Sure, if you've got the roster space, if you don't. Don't worry about dropping them. You can always pick up another defense next time. Uh, Max, the subscriber, DJ Moore or Chuba Hubbard. That's an interesting one. Chuba struggled most of the season. Great week. Last week, DJ Moore kind of boomer bust. Uh, Which one are you gambling on Jen?
1: It was interesting. Chuba had much more of a lead back role, right? Without Frank Reich. Like they just kind of went to him more. So that's kind of interesting. But like we were talking earlier, uh, I feel like well, I don't know. That's a tough one cuz I feel like he's he will get a lot of carries. So it's more volume, but DJ Moore could pop off. So that's um I don't know. I guess it depends on the on the format uh, whether it's PPR half PPR standard. Uh,
0: in in a PPR you'd prefer DJ Moore.
1: I don't know because it depends on <laughs> <laughs> That's <It's tough. laughs>
0: That's a tough one, Max.
1: It is a tough one. Uh yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I, I'd go more against Detroit there, sure.
0: I'd go more against Detroit. That's that's kind of where I would go. Yeah. Uh but that's I mean, tough. two weeks
1: ago, it would have been a no-brainer, but last week that usage, I mean, he was he was the clear lead back, um, and he he performed well. So, but yes, DJ Moore.
0: Uh JN Sports guard start two running backs, Kyron Williams, Saquon Barkley, Isaiah Pacheco, or Devon H. That is brutal JN sports guards. Um I, I'm going to need to actually think about that one for a second. <laughs> uh, Pacheco against Buffalo. Buffalo's been a sieve against the run right now. And Pacheco's running really hard and the Chiefs are really leaning on him. So he's kind of become a must start for me. Um, and then those other guys, I, I don't know. I guess Kyron Williams has a terrible matchup. So maybe, and that game could always get out of hand. So maybe I sit Kyron and then it be it's down to Barkley or Achan for me. I
1: whew.
0: That's a tough one, Jen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah, I'd probably sit. Like you said, I I would start Pacheco. Uh, I would possibly sit Kyron against Baltimore. A-chan, and then who's the other one?
0: Saquon Barkley. Who's the safer option? Barkley's the safer option.
1: He is safer, and he's really pretty much all they have. I mean, Green Bay is, is decent. Yeah, I'd probably sit Williams and Achan, I guess, but that feels gross.
0: I know, it feels awful to sit a A-chan is is wins <laughs> definitely wins the award of terrified to start him, terrified to sit him. Yeah, both,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, number one stutter, Trevor Lawrence out. Would you start Brandon McManus or Groupie? Concerned with the Jags moving the ball. Groupie. Uh, McManus or Groupie, Jen? Groupie. Groupie, excellent, yeah. all right. Um, I think that's all I've got this week. Jen, do you have any final thoughts before we go?
1: I don't. I'm, uh excellent. No. Ready, Absolutely. ready to, yeah.
0: Everybody, Re- go make the playoffs. Yeah, nope. go make the go playoffs.
1: Make appreciate everybody uh, tuning in and asking questions. Um, as I say every week, you can always hit me up on uh, on Twitter slash X. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you hanging in. As we said, Brandon and I are uh, solo without a producer this week, so we're 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 winging it. Hopefully, Absolutely. we uh, we're Absolutely. up to the standards. <laughs>
0: We'll see, see how the exit goes where I have to start pressing again. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jan sports cards. I like Michael Pittman over H N and, and Kyron Williams. Just safer. Pittman's getting double-digit targets a game. The Bengals are uh, vulnerable in the secondary, so that's where I go with that one. Final questions before we sneak out. Uh, once again, like Jen said, we appreciate all of you listeners. Don't forget to, to subscribe to the podcast. We're here every Tuesday evening at six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. So come and join us throughout the season on the four for four YouTube channel. Discuss streamers, get you through your season. You can follow us on Twitter at Jen Akins NFL and at Two Guys Brandon. Thanks so much for checking us out and have a good day.